This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This one shouldn't take too long. Let's 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 shake hands on it right now. Let's make it happen. Let's start, dive into these top twelve tight end rankings. We both have the same number one, obviously with Travis Kelsey, and that's where it ends for us. Uh, this is kind of probably the the most scattered our top twelves were for any position. You have Waller at two, Kittle at three, Hawkinson at four, Kyle Pitts at five, Dallas Goddard. Six, Andrews at seven, Tanya at eight, Noah Finn at nine, Logan Thomas at 10, Tyler Higby making a return to your ranks at 11, and then Ingram at 12. I had Kittle at two, Wall at three, Pitts at four, Hawk at five. We we do both have Goddard at six. I have Irv Smith in my top uh, 12 for the name that uh, that I have that you do not. Andrews at eight, Noah Finn at nine, Tanya at 10, Ingram at 11, and Logan Thomas here at 12. I feel like I'm going to end up having Waller ahead of Kittle by the time we get to the season, because I just don't think that and I should probably just change it now, but you know, we're, we're here, so it's not going to happen. Um, but Kittle does not have the 140 target upside that Waller has. I think Waller last year was tied with, Kelsey, if I'm remembering correctly, with 145 targets, I believe. Um, Kittle is just not going to see that many in the Niners offense, you know, with, with guys like Ayuk and if Debo can stay healthy and things like that. But 
Um, is that kind of what went into Waller being a two for you? And like I said, you know, next time we do this, that's probably going to be the same case for me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look what, I mean, one, the Raiders did absolutely nothing this offseason. They pretty much swapped out um, Nelson Aguilar for John Brown, and that's kind of the the gist. They also kind of um, uh, shook up their offensive line. But, I mean, my goodness. I mean, if you look at Darren Waller's production last year, it is he is pretty much first or second in just about every damn category you can think of. Uh, he had a 28% target share, which is number one among all tight ends. Number one in, in targets at 146. You know, he ran a route on 91% of, the, uh, of his of his routes, um, or of his snaps, excuse me. 107 receptions, which is insane. Uh, 1,200 receiving yards. Nine touchdowns, which was third. He was number one in yards after the catch. He was two in fantasy points per game. Uh, number three in yards per route run. You know, first in deep targets. Like the dude just is the offense of the Oakland Raiders or of the Las Vegas Raiders, and yeah. nothing's changed at all. He is going to continue to get hammered with targets, and he's going to see a ton. And so, while I love George Kittle, there's just no way I could put him ahead of Darren Waller, especially when you look at the two offenses. You know, the 49ers having Ayuk and Debo and all these pass catchers there where the four, the Raiders really don't. I mean, unless they're all of a sudden, I mean, I like Brian Edwards as much as the next guy. I think maybe he could possibly break out a little bit this year and get more involved, but it's just not the way the Raiders are built. The Raiders have done nothing to really address this. Henry Ruggs is still there. Derek Carr is still there. So Darren yeah. Waller is going to get hammered with targets. And I think he probably yeah gets at least 20 to 30 more targets than probably what George Kittle does this year. So Darren Waller is a, is a lock. For, for me there. Past that, I have TJ Hawkinson at a four, which I, you know, I think he's also going to see a ton of targets in, in Detroit. They have nobody else to really throw the ball to. He is definitely their alpha, their number one target because, I mean, they have Tyrell and Brashad Perriman and, you know, uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, who they drafted this year, but and DeAndre Swift. Like, I think he leads the team in targets this year, so it's hard not to like him. I, I have to ask, though. Like, we both have Kyle Pitts high. You know, you have him a little bit higher than me. I absolutely love Kyle Pitts, but let me ask you, how would you feel about taking Kyle Pitts? This is where his ADP is right now. Not going to be able 58. to do it. <laughs> 58. Yeah, that's, I, 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 I can't do it. I, I would not use, I, I, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't be able to do it. I, I, I can't. I, we, we both love Pitts. Dude's a freak. He's a unicorn. We both believe that he's going to buck the rookie tight end uh, trend. You know, p- people always saying, you know, it takes a while for rookie tight for tight ends to to v- develop and this, that, and the other, which is all true. But Kyle Pitts does not fall in that. But like I, I've been hearing some of this w- with his with his ADP. I can't do it, man. I I, have, I, I can't do it. I, I think he finishes in the top five, but I don't know if I'll be able to draft him at that price. If if you're drafting him at that price, you are basically saying without a shadow of a doubt he's going to come in and have 800 yards as a as a rookie. I mean, I think Hawkinson was what tight end three or four last year. And I think he had like 700 something. Yards. I mean, it, it, to expect him to come in and do that as a rookie, could he do it? Absolutely. But in terms of draft price, I <laughs> I can't get there. Like, I w- I would be more than happy picking up, you know, anyone who's going after him 
at a, at a much discounted price because because I can't imagine maybe after maybe maybe after Hawkins is Hawkinson going after going after Pitts currently. Yeah, so it's Kyle Pitts at fifty eight, Mark Andrews at sixty, Hawkinson at sixty seven point eight, and then there's a pretty significant drop off to Dallas Goddard at eighty six. Noah Fant's going 93, Logan Thomas 98, Higby's actually going 104, and Irv, your boy, is going 120. Give me Irv at 120 all day over over Pitts at 60. And it's just like I love, love Kyle Pitts. Like I have there's been nobody that's been that has been higher beating the drum for Kyle Pitts. And I think that he could definitely uh break this trend. And I wouldn't be surprised if he had. 800, 800 uh, receiving yards. You know, it, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. If he had 800 receiving yards, say six touchdowns or something year one, wouldn't shock me one bit. But I am not price. investing that kind of capital into him. Like, we talked about it earlier. Like, oh, if you have the top five, it's not that crazy. It's not. But actually to, hitting the button <laughs> to draft him. Putting that sticker on the draft board at that point. With he's never played and like the so there there is the possibility that he he does take a little bit longer to to you know maybe he does or maybe he's not as involved as we like him to be you know whatever it's just fifty eight is a bridge too far for me for for, you, for that high and I don't I think he's gonna go higher that's the thing we're in May and he's going fifty eight just wait until that that we, we keep hyping him hyping we get more oh my god training camp's gonna come and. Kyle Pitts is balling and and trade camp and he's just gonna keep going higher, 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 higher. Like, don't be surprised if he ends up going in like the forties or the uh, late low thirties, forties. So you don't think this price is like baking in some of the Julio rumors yet? It could, it, it very well could, but at the same time, I, I don't know. Like that, that like. Maybe I'm to blame for this. Maybe I should also take some credit in, in this blame of the hype for Kyle Pitts as well. Because I don't hate it. Because I know a lot of people, there's that the other side of the, the Kyle Pitts hate where people are like, you know, like they it's just it's like cool to be against Kyle Pitts or to down it or whatever. Like I honestly think I believe that he could definitely, you know, why well, I think Jeremy Shockey was the last one to have over like 800 receiving yards his rookie year. Like, I think he could definitely do it, especially if Julio Jones trade. And you're probably right. Maybe something that is baked in there. And if he doesn't get traded, maybe he falls a little bit. But I just can't do it at 58. Mm-mm. Not not at all. Um, I, I did – how are you – I we, we obviously had Andrews higher at this time last year. Is – like, is – I don't know. I, I feel like I kind of just put him there by like by default, to be honest. Like I like to draft him. Like I'm not all that excited about it, considering the additions that that Baltimore made. Um, is is that kind of how you felt here as well? Just kind of like you know, tight end is you know is a little bit gross. Andrews is obviously super talented, but like I, I kind of feel like he's just. He's he's kind of just there because I have to have him higher than the other guys on this list. Yeah, I mean, and he wasn't terrible last year. I mean, he wasn't Darren Waller or Kelsey, obviously, but I mean, he was fourth in fantasy points per game. His twenty five percent target share was third. He had eighty nine targets, which was ninth among all tight ends. Ran a route on eighty nine percent of his snaps. Had fifty eight receptions for seven hundred one yards and seven touchdowns. Like it's not terrible for a tight end, right? But he's still going at 60, which is not terrible. But, like, the thing that worries me the most is 
is, is what they've added is that they they didn't have Rashad Bateman last year. Sammy Watkins is there too as well. Like we always forget, and t- well, you don't, but uh, everybody else does. Tylen Wallace, like they've added a lot of pass catchers here, and for an offense that doesn't throw the ball very much, anyways, they were dead last in pass plays per game, and so it's just not. Like I think, I think keeping him this high, I think it's kind of a little bit of a mistake because of all the things they've added. I think he takes a little bit of a hit, unless you think that this 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 offense is going to have to throw the ball more. And so l- lowering him down a little bit, I, I don't really mind. And I probably will have zero Mark Andrews because of where he's going. Because once you like some of these other tight ends, you know, Robert Tanya could just certainly change if 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 Aaron Rodgers is traded. If he's if he's there, I think you feel better about you know Robert Tanya in this offense with Aaron Rodgers another year with them. They, again, they didn't really add a whole lot out of uh, Amari Rodgers. Uh, you know, Robert Robert Tanya is going to get a ton of targets with Green Bay. Noah Fant, you know, I, I I'm still waiting for him to kind of have that monster breakout year because it's yeah. coming. I, he is uber athletic. Absolutely love him. Logan Thomas. Now, the reason I have Tyler Higby so high is because Gerald Everett is gone from Seattle, or he went to Seattle, which I think, <clears throat> excuse me, really helps Tyler Tyler Higby's upside. You know, we kind of saw it uh, a couple years ago whenever whenever Gerald Everett went down and Tyler Higby went 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 ham. Now you add Matt Stafford, who's who's a much better quarterback than Jared Goff, and I think it, it's going to be pretty tough for him not to. I mean. Again, another team that didn't really do a whole lot. They didn't really. They brought in Deshaun Jackson, who's going to be a part-time player. Um, Van Jefferson is still there. Uh, you know, I, I just think that uh, he is going to be on the field a ton. He's going to see. He's going to see a pretty decent target share. So uh, I think he's pretty easy top twelve for me. I just I couldn't get there with with him. I I I get with Everett being out, and it, it at that point at eleven, like I'm not going to. You know, I mean, I'm I'm not going to try and sit here and really go at you for for that one because it's it's, it's tight end at eleven. If, at the end of the day, would I be surprised if he finished? You know, as a back end tight end one? No, I I wouldn't. But even with, with ever being gone, like he should like the the thing. Maybe what I'm doing too much is looking at trying to like look at coaches and be like, all right, we saw how. Higby ended 2019, and then in 2020, you just threw Everett back into it because, like, they, they were splitting. You know, I mean, they were obviously splitting snaps. the The route participation for both of those guys was not great, probably because they were eating into each other's uh, workloads there from uh, from last year. But I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. And I, I think with the the additions of Deshaun Jackson, and then. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tutu Atwell, I, <laughs> with, with those two, I, I think we see a more, more of an emphasis on downfield passing. And, you know, like you were alluding to, the difference between Stafford, even at his age, versus Goff's is is something that's that's a that's, that's a pretty big discrepancy for for me. I, I know you feel the same because you you've been pounding the uh, the Matt Stafford drum for a while. Um, just to go back to Higby, real quick, his route participation was 29th uh, last year, and he was 20th in routes run. So it's, I mean, his, his snap share was up at uh, 79%, and that put him at 12th. And uh, Everett's was was much lower than that. But, like, I, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just the, you know, we got bitten by that snake last year, and I, I don't want to go back to it. But th- that was someone I, I was actually a little surprised to see uh, Higby sitting there in, in your top 12. And again, top 12 for tight end is such a low bar. Like I'm not going to sit here and, you know, like try and go at you for that one. But th- that w- that's just one of those guys that I, I could not get there. Like I would be more likely to put one of the new England tight ends up in my top 12 versus, versus Higby. Like, I just feel like he should have been able to clearly beat out Everett especially with the way that offense was, you know, kind of regressing last year and not, you know I mean? Not looking anywhere near the levels that had been the, the, the years previous and having a weapon like Higby there to use. I'm, I'm just, I don't know that, that, that was just one of those ones where, and I don't think you're alone with having Higby up here either. I know there are some, some other people talking about putting Higby back up in this, this kind of range. He's just one person who, you know, I just I, I will f- probably fade this year, and if you know he, if he bites me in the ass for doing that, then then so be it. But I, I'm kind of I'm kind of just off him. Well, I mean, if you look at some of the other uh, some of the other numbers on him um, past kind of just your your normal stats, but I mean, 44 receptions, 522 receiving yards, five touchdowns. It's not terrible. He was 11th in yards after the catch, which is which is a positive sign. 1.65 yards per out run, which is 11th among all tight ends. And he was also 8th in fantasy points per target. And he was also 6th in expected points added as well. So in third, uh, his QB rating when targeted was 3rd among all tight ends as well. So I think there is some still stuff, stuff to like here with Tyler Higby. And I think with adding Stafford, I think this just elevates him even more for me. And without Gerald Everett, I think we really could see, you know, a pretty big season for him. Is it going to be a monster season? No, but like I, I think a top ten tight end is definitely. Yeah, like, like I said, if it, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but that's also a a low bar to to reach with with, with tight ends anyway. I'm kind of staking my my guy with Irv Smith this year. I just feel like with you know, been seeing Thielen getting banged up the past couple of years. He's obviously, you know, on his closer to the back nine than he is the the front nine of his career. And I just think someone with his athleticism, you know, if we want to talk about someone leaving 
a room, I think, with Kyle Rudolph getting out of Minnesota. That's going to be really big for Irvin. I think that the the passing offense anyway is going to go through Jefferson and uh, Irv. Jefferson and Irv Smith. So, I mean, outside of this, I, I think it's it's – you know, these top 12 are pretty cut and dry. Do you have a, like a late round guy you've been targeting in best ball or, or anything like that, or a guy who, you know, you're not quite ready to put into the top 12, but you think could be looking at a breakout? Well, I do love Irv, right? Like we're always, you know, swerving with Irv, you know, swerving with Irv. <laughs> I'm going to do that every time. I love it. Uh but I, I like Irv Smith. I do. I like him a lot. The only, the only reason I don't have him up here is because a little bit of the offense that he's in is that uh, really trusting him on a week-to-week basis is going to be a little bit tougher because he's in a low-volume pass offense. And so that that's one thing I concern. But in terms of like a late-round tight end, guys, Adam Troutman continues to be a guy that I love. At an offense where there's not a ton of people there, you know, it's Michael Thomas and Traquan and, you know, little little Jordan Humphrey, you know, and some of the other guys that they have there. You know, like it, there, there's definitely some targets there. Jared, Jared Cook is gone. And so I like Adam Troutman a lot. I think that, you know, I could talk myself into a Cole Komet, especially with, you know, the initial state bad. And Chris Herndon, you know, I have not given up on Chris Herndon. I'm not giving up on him. I know you've given up on him. I have not. I am sticking with Chris Herndon, a late round tight end, you know, somebody you could add in this offense, uh, this Jets offense that should be better with Zach Wilson. And no, Adam Gase, the, the the player killer. So I, I am sticking true with, with Chris Herndon. I'm going down with the Chris Herndon ship. You jumped off. You hedged and jumped off. I am staying on. And I am, you know, like like uh, Titanic. I'm, I'm over here, you know, holding out. And he's holding on to me, you know. And we're, we're on the front of the ship. And, you know, Celine Dion is playing. And he's like, do you trust me? And I'm like, yes, I do. And on that note, I don't think there's anything left to say. I'm going to let that that image soak into your brains and, and, and leave you with, with that one. Please be sure to check out the other ranking shows that we have done. If there's anything you, you guys want to see from us, please let us know. We're always looking for uh, to, to help you guys out of it, you know, two quarterback, two tight end leagues, auction, whatever you guys are doing with your redrafts this year, let us know. If there's something you think is missing that we can help contribute to in terms of the uh, in terms of content on YouTube and, and podcasts and everything else, let us know. Hit that subscribe. Reach out to us on social. Leave a rate and review on podcasts, and we'll talk to all of you guys real soon.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.